Odor, controlling the net is empty. He throws it down, and in! he scores a goal. Martin Brodeur. The hockey gods are Red Wing fans too. It appears. Unbelievable. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Shut Your Five Hole and Listen. Muffy and I are back. We took an accidental hiatus because life happened. We had an amazing plan in place for episode five. We were going to do something completely different and record from a game, or well, from the pregame, and then, you know, weather, car trouble didn't end up happening. So here we are for episode five. In our normal format. Yeah. And, you know, we'll try something new sometime soon. If you're just joining us for the first time, I'm Stephanie. I am a avid New Jersey Devils fan and now Tampa Bay Lightning fan because I live here. <laughs> and I'm Muffy, a Detroit Red Wings fan, also a Tampa Bay Lightning fan because I live here. And I have said many a time I can never live in a place that does not have a hockey team. So... Tampa Bay Lightning, it's you're so in. It's so true. It, it's so true. Yeah. So also, aside from who we are, we like to break down the game for you like it's a hockey game. So we have three periods per episode. The first one, we talk about news. Second one, we break down the rules. Well, Muffy breaks down the rules, and I usually just act like yeah, I don't know break, the rules. You break down I, the rules, too. You have to jump in from time to time and, <laughs> and help explain. True, true, true. And then the third period, anything goes. We just talk about fun hockey stuff from kids to mascots to just silly things we see on the internet. This is a podcast for anyone who has been to a game, fell in love with the game, but wants to know a little bit more about the game and not have to deal with that guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know that guy. <laughs> so let's jump into All it. Right. We both saw some games. We did see some games. You went on a trip. I did go on a you trip. You went like on a whole trip. <laughs> Tell us about your trip. <laughs> well, little background. My dad and I have a goal to go to a game at every arena in the NHL. And since COVID, we've kind of had to take a hiatus from that. So this year. How many have you been to so far? Um, Sorry, I that's cut you okay. Off. 17. <laughs> Seven- I've wow, been to 17. <laughs> My dad has not been to as many. I have gotten in some arenas that he has not been with me for. Are you in like a mini competition with your dad? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just was fortunate enough that, like, you know, E.T. Canada shoot happened in Toronto. Disney on Ice didn't play in the Air Canada Center. We played at the baseball stadium because that makes sense. And, oh, guess what? There happened to be a hockey game while I was there. So I went to it. And for context, we both used to work for Disney on Ice. Yes. (laughs) I don't know if we've ever said that. We may have in episode (laughs) one, but that was a while ago. So, yes, we both used to work for Disney on Ice. (laughs) That was a while ago. Anyway, so you went on a trip. I did. Uh, My dad, my cousin, and I went to Philadelphia, and we actually picked a game where we could see the Red Wings play. So we got to see the Wings play the Flyers. I will say this was one of the most boring games I have ever been to, which was kind of disappointing for a (laughs) let's travel some way. (laughs) It was a little sad. Neither team was good. The Wings ended up losing 3-0, so that wasn't fun. Which is not fun, especially since the Flyers haven't been, like, phenomenal this year. But the Flyers are not, like, the Flyers of yesteryear where, like, 
No, they are not. Bobby Clark would leave you bloody. Yeah, they're. <laughs> I mean, there was a little bit of roughing that happened, but it overall it was a relatively boring game. I did, however, get to have an insomnia cookie because they did have insomnia cookies as one of the vendors in the arena. I was very excited really? about that. I have Instagram envy every time one of them pops up in my yeah. feed. Were they good? Oh my god, so good. I love insomnia cookies. It made me think of New York. Food is just as important in a game, by it the way. It is true. As, like, like it's the it's the whole experience. We will talk about the whole experience. Yes. <laughs> yes. So that was fun. I did buy a gritty hat because why not? He's the coolest mascot in the NHL, in my opinion. But yeah. Are you just giving, you just drop, you dropping little nuggets Maybe. for later? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I did feel weird buying something of Flyers apparel because I was like, is, is this the Flyers? No. Ew. No. But Gritty's pretty cool. So. No, I would agree. I would have done the same thing. I did not get to meet Gritty, which was the one thing I really wanted to do. He did come into our section and it was an afternoon game. So there were hundreds of little kids at this game and they were all just like, Gritty! and like about to attack this poor mascot so you know didn't get my chance to meet the mascot but he does have the vibe of like a muppet who chains most for sure (laughs) for sure he's a sesame street reject (laughs) yes that's pretty valid Uh, that's cool yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right stephanie yes so i went to a cool game right here in tampa so this was the first time They had a neurodiversity game, which what does that mean? Unlike some of the other theme nights where it's just like you wear a jersey and they have like special fun stuff. They actually changed up the in-game entertainment to be a little more sensory friendly and like tamp down some of the like because we've been to games where even you and I have been like the Tampa Bay Lightning are going to give me a seizure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so they tamped down some of that stuff. They had sensory kits available, and then all of the in-game videos and everything highlighted people who were neurodivergent, which was cool. And what's also cool is one of the Tampa Bay Lightning's biggest fans currently is a guy named Ellis, who they always, he dances a lot. does dance a lot. And you can Google him. We can put something on our Instagram and he has Down syndrome and he loves the games and you always see him up on the screen. And the only reason why before this you would know his name was because the in-game host, Greg Wolf, would say it. But like this, they did an interview with him. They did an interview with his dad. It was really awesome to see that his love for the game and his dad was so touched and it was just cool. It was just a cool night. Like I haven't ever, I've never seen that at a sporting event. Before. Yeah. That's really Like I've cool. seen that at theatrical performances. I've never seen that at a sporting event. And I hope, I hope they do it again because it brings a whole nother element to the game. And there is a lot that goes on that if your brain function, I mean, as somebody, if this is not like, debilitating in my everyday life but like i'm sure you've just noticed by how fast i talk on the podcast i have adhd (laughs) so like i know like my brain works differently so it was like cool to see that they had things at a sporting event to just make it as comfortable for as many people possible yeah and it really goes into again the initiative we've talked about with hockey is for everyone that Mm -hmm. this is another type of person 
who can go and enjoy the game. I will say the only other team that I know who's come close to doing something like this, and it hasn't been a specific like theme night, but again, actually the Philadelphia Flyers, they have a sensory room in the arena. So if you have a child with autism or something like that and they need a break from the environment, they do have a sensory room that you can take your kid to. That's cool. It was also just cool to see just like a much more diverse crowd and not just in the the typical way mm-hmm. you think of it there was just so many different kinds of people that i have not i personally have not really seen at sporting events so they did a good job of getting the word out there i hope more teams more games i hope more people do it was just kind of it was just really cool and it just made you feel good which actually goes into our first news topic it sure does sports we're talking science here being good for your mental health being good for your mental health not an episode (laughs) of five hole unless stephanie sings something i mean yeah so i'm also on top of everything a science nerd i also enjoy the sci-fi and all things science so one of the instagram accounts i follow is making sense of science which they're not giving us money but they've got cool stuff so go follow them one of the things that they posted recently was that Going to a sporting event helps boost your life satisfaction because it gives you a sense of community and you interact with people. You get to it's something that you can do with people of all different backgrounds and you're you're there usually for a common cause. Yep. I believe that. So whether or not you know the people around you, you're in a community experience just by going to a game. And it makes you feel better. (laughs) I can believe that. I also think, again, going back to our days of Disney on Ice when we would be launching a new show Mm -hmm. and you and I would be very frustrated at all of the interworkings of launching a new show and how we would just say we wished hockey season was back so we could yell at something. Mental health. Yeah. It's just (laughs) mental health. There are just so many things that any live event will give you that sense of community but this article in the study focuses in on sports and that sports in particular going to the game Mm -hmm. you get the benefits almost of being on a team sport like playing the sport just by going and watching and rooting for your team that's fascinating it's also it's really cool and i think it's important to do sports you know sometimes get a bad rap but only like I'm trying not to say dumb, but you know, like, (laughs) you always got that, like, high school, like, the nerds are the smart ones, the jacks are the, like, doofy ones, and it's like, sports, sports do a lot of good. They do. You can be a nerd and still like sports. Whether you're playing them, Mm -hmm. watching them, sports are good. All right. So, yeah. Mental health. Sports are good. What else do we got, Muffy? What what other news we want to talk about? I want to talk about Jordan Bennington, the goaltender for the St. Louis Blues getting suspended because goalies do not get suspended very often. No, they don't. (laughs) Jordan was not happy at a game against the Minnesota Wild. Did not like the the goal that happened, what seemed like the celebration next to him happening that he just decided to start throwing some punches, which then this is the one thing I wish had happened. Marc-Andre Fleury, our favorite goaltender, 
made his way across the ice, dropped the gloves, and totally wanted to do a good old-fashioned goalie fight with Jordan. And we did not get that. The refs did not allow that to happen. The refs lately have been like, I don't know if it's the gear up for the playoffs or something, but like they have been not letting scuffles happen. But like a goalie fight, everyone lives for a goalie fight. I know. And And they're so rare. It's so rare. And I don't know if it was the ref who is Mike that picked it up or if they had Flurry mic'd up for that game or whatever. But we will post this on our socials. I think we had once before, but I will post it again. Flurry commentary on it he's like oh come on it'll be good it'll get the crowd going come on (laughs) and like he was it was so in the spirit of like why fights happen yeah they happen because you know people get cranky but they also happen just because it's entertainment and usually it's like good-hearted fun and jordan was cranky jordan was cranky he was cranky to the point that he got kicked out of the game Got suspended for two more games and had to, I don't think he had to pay a fine, but the games, the suspension was without pay. So that was a big. He did have to pay a fine. Oh, no, 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 no. He didn't have to pay a fine. He had, you're right. Yeah. It was without pay. So, So. but also, can we talk about just sidebar that like two games for him not being paid is like someone's salary for a year? Yeah. For those who are interested, the amount of money he lost by not being paid for two games was $64,864. And 86 cents. Do not forget the 86 cents. We can't forget that. (laughs) Almost $65,000 for missing two games. I am not begrudging anyone for getting paid a lot. I'm not one of those people that's like, don't pay sport athletes like a ton of money. They have a finite amount of time to make money. Absolutely. Damn. And that's a lot of wear and tear on your body and you don't get to do a whole lot afterwards unless you get a commentating career or a coaching career or something like that. You have a very short career span. It's true. That's why the devil's backup goalie back in the day, Chris Terreri, bought a bunch of Wendy's. Smart. He owned the most amount of Wendy's in New Jersey for a very long time. There's a fun fact for y'all today. There's a fun fact for you. (laughs) (laughs) But... Goalie fights are the best. Goalie fights are the best. They really are. But those refs, man, they have really been tamping down on, like, fun fight times. At the game I was at last week, like, they barely had a scuffle. And then Pat Maroon, and I forget who else, got a 10-minute game misconduct. And I was like, for what? I'm just, my dad was like, yeah, they just didn't want it to get out of hand. You know, back in the day, I mean... Back in the day, there was blood on the ice. (laughs) All over the ice. Yeah. yeah. All over the ice. So. All right. Well, how about we talk about another little uh, rivalry in the making? Yeah. So playoffs are coming up as of today. We are only two weeks away from the start of the Stanley Cup playoffs. But, you know, by the time this is edited and posted, it might be the Stanley Cup playoffs because... It might be. <laughs> That's just how we roll. <laughs> That's just how we roll. So as it stands now, the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Toronto Maple Leafs <laughs> could be playing each other for, what is this, the third or the fourth year in a row? Third, I think. But no, it's not possible. It is 100%. The NHL has already come out and said that the way the numbers are, they will be meeting in the first round. There is no... 
changing of where they may (laughs) flip-flop two and three in the standings, but they will be playing each other. But they will be playing each other. Yeah. I mean, you get to see Austin Matthews with his mustache again. Yep. Statistically, the Lightning should not win again. No, yeah, pure statistics alone. But we know that teams anything happens, grit, and I didn't expect them to win against the Maple Leafs last year. But they pushed that into a game seven and won in Toronto and made it to the Stanley Cup final. So anything can happen. It is true. We still have Corey Perry, whom I love, but you know that means we won't be winning the Stanley. Cup. But we still have Pat Maroon, <laughs> who you know did it three times in a row. So that is true. I mean, but right now, like, to me, it's a toss-up. It really is. Like, it really is. Both teams are gritty. The Maple Leafs, I will say, since the trade deadline, they've been really good, like, playing for the better. But, man, the Boston Bruins are terrifying. They are. But let's remember, when you win the President's Trophy, it's kind of your kiss of death. Yeah, but Chicago did it that one year. Chicago did it when um, the Lightning in Chicago played in the Stanley Cup Finals. They did? They did. Hmm. I think they won the President's Cup that year. I didn't think it had been that recent that a team had done it. I think I remember, I could be wrong, but I definitely remember Amanda rubbing all of that in our face. (laughs) Her rubbing it in our face. I just don't remember the, yeah, 2013. That wasn't the, no. Mm-mm. That wasn't the year they won the they, cup? Well, Chicago did win the cup and the President's Trophy that year, but that's not the year they played the Lightning. That was 2015, and the Rangers won the President's Cup. Uh, okay, I'm just getting two years. It's confused. okay. It's okay. Anyway, but they still did, they did. it. They still did they it. They did. And that was I had half 10 the years ago. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> but still, it's rare. It is the kiss of death. Do not touch that thing. Although the Lightning were touching that thing all over the place, and I believe. Colorado touched it last year. But the Bruins are scary, man. I think so, too. Here's a little interesting tidbit or thing. So in 2017, the Capitals won the President's Trophy. In 2018, they went on to win the Stanley Cup. In 2019, the Lightning won the President's Trophy. In 2020, went on to win the Stanley Cup. In 2021, the Colorado Avalanche won the President's Trophy. 2022 they won the stanley cup oh so they come back with a vengeance uh-huh, uh-huh. i think that also depends then we gotta look in the off season if that plays out again do they keep the core team they had the year before right that that plays into it because like colorado this year they're they're still very good but it's not the same it team. is not like everyone's like Stanley Cup champions, it's not the same team. So it's just going to look different. It's going to feel different. I am happy to see that the Minnesota Wild are still on top of that division. One, Marc-Andre Fleury's revenge. Two, they have the best logo (laughs) and font. They just have it. It's on It really is. It really (laughs) is. All right. We're getting a little off topic now. So first round of the Stanley Cup. We'll start in a couple weeks. We will definitely be reporting on it, especially because we will probably be at a couple of the games. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. And maybe we should do a, a playoff bracket and post it on the Oh, I like that. I like that. Like each one mm-hmm. of us? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. All right. I think that's all we have for news today. So first period done. All right. We are back. 
It is the second period where we teach you the basics of the game. And because it is episode five, we're finally going Are we finally to tell learning you it? what a five hole is. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> There's no one to cheer. Yeah! All right, Stephanie. So instead of a team today, I want you to give mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. a goaltender. Is the goaltender going to be scored upon? This does impact the answer. I don't actually know. Probably in order to explain this, yes. <laughs> okay, so if the goaltender is going to be scored upon, uh-huh. I am picking Igor Shosturkin. Okay, of course. You have to pick the one that's hard for me to say. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's I would okay. like him to be scored, scored upon. <laughs> I understand. All right. So I want everyone. Do I get to pick a forward? Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited now. Can I pick, because I love to talk about his mustache, Austin Matthews. (laughs) All right. So I guess the Maple Leafs are playing the Rangers. (laughs) And I want you to visualize Igor Shosturkin standing in front of his net. Wearing his little headband underneath his helmet. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And there are four corners of a goal. Two at the top. Two at the bottom down by the ice. So the five hole is the space between the goaltender's legs when he is standing. (laughs) It sounds a little dirty, doesn't it? (laughs) Just a little. (laughs) So as Austin Matthews is skating down the ice with the puck and trying to get Shesterkin to move one way or another or up or down, and he shoots it right between the goaltender's legs, that is known as scoring through the five hole. Also dirty. And <laughs> it's also it's also horribly satisfying to scream at a game. That's what you get for not shutting your five hole. And that's where the name for this <laughs> podcast came from. <laughs> because, because it's just, it is very satisfying. Yes. It's like taking misogyny and turning it around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is a very nice goal usually when it does go five holes it is really tricked the goaltender because typically they can get down pretty fast to block that or there's a scrum in front of the net and someone is just literally just taking their stick and shoving it yeah and shoving it and shoving it which also sounds dirty (laughs) there's no way to talk about the five hole that doesn't it's so true sound dirty so true so does that posit then muffy that the other spots are technically also holes, and do they have numbers? They do have numbers. I don't know if we... Do we actually refer to them as holes? That's something I don't know. I always say, like, upper corner, glove side. But I do know, technically, like, you would count them one, two, three, four, and then five hole. But I don't know if we specifically call them corners. If we have somebody listening who does know that, feel free to educate us. We're, we'll take the feedback. Yeah. My dad at the game the other day did said, ooh, we popped it in the three hole and it made me laugh. I don't know why. So, so the ones guess, at the top are one and three. Yes. And the ones at the bottom are two and four. So you got odds up top, mm-hmm. evens on bottom, five in the middle. Which, I don't know if you actually call them that, but like my dad did and it made sure. me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> don't quote me on this. I think one is top right, two is bottom right, three is left right, four is bottom left. 
If you watch the All-Star game, it's the target practice. Yes, yes. That's a great way of putting it, where the little targets were. <laughs> Those were one, two, three, and four. We didn't have to worry about five hole. Yeah, they left out the... <laughs> you didn't have to worry about five hole. Unless you're Shisterkin and Sarah Nurse is coming. <laughs> <gasps> Your jersey came in, right? It did. It did. Hang on. I'll show you. <laughs> and... Listeners, I'll post a video. We'll post, post a photo. We'll post it on the gram. And I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. Ah! <laughs> it's so it's so lovely. I love, I love it. it too. It's so good. Yes. And we're back for period three, the period where anything goes. And we alluded to it a little bit at the beginning, but today we're talking mascots. Yes, mascots are the best. And you know we love a top five list. So we're talking top five mascots. Yes. Shall we go in reverse of order? Course. Okay. Muffy, who is your number five? My number five is Stormy from the Carolina Hurricanes. And this is mainly because Thunderbug, the Tampa Bay Lightning mascot, had a birthday party at a game recently. And mascots from he he did. did. <laughs> oh my god! I love that we treat our mascot like a dog. <laughs> yeah, well, he had friends at his birthday party, and they were the Rays mascot, the Rowdies mascot, the Solar Bear mascot, and then making a trip from the Carolinas was Stormy. So I got like a little taste of Stormy there, and he was just very fun. And I loved the whole party aspect of it and that they brought in a mascot from, like, out of state. And I don't even think they were playing the Carolina Hurricanes. That was the other reason why I was like, this is fascinating. (laughs) That's very strange. But yeah, I like that little pig. (laughs) But I do love it. He is very cute. He is very cute. So my number five, I was trying not to be a homer and then I was, like, looking at all of the mascots Uh and I was like, I did pick the New Jersey Devil as number five, partly because, come on, the de- like the mm-hmm. devil, Lucifer is your mascot. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's also like Jersey lore about like a beast out in the Pine Barrens. But like, come on, it's the devil. And in a world where like we're so caught up in like crazy, crazy mm-hmm. shit, mm-hmm. it's the devil. It's the devil. We have a devil and he looks like a devil. He does. It makes me very happy. <laughs> we should post on our social my uh, my picture with the New Jersey Devil. I think I did. The one with my Ranger. Oh, you did? Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I did it as a throwback post. Thursday for the All-Star Game because that's where we took the picture. Ah, oh, so good. It is so good. I mean, we can post it again because it is so good. Uh, the Rangers do suck. <laughs> and they do not have a mascot at all. I would like to put that out there. And their mascot's. Henrik Lundqvist still because he's beautiful. He's beautiful. So who's your number? Who's your number four? So number four is Victor E. Rat from the Florida Panthers. And he is like the secondary mascot because they have Stanley Sea Panther as their main mascot. But which is very presumptuous, right, by the way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but Victor E. is based off of the rat trick history of the florida panthers where they kind of killed a rat in the locker room with a slap shot and then went out to score a couple more goals 
you know, hat trick, rat trick. So now the rat has become kind of a little secondary mascot and they throw rubber rats on the ice. But they do have a rat mascot who walks around and he is quite funny. He is. But that story always makes me like throw up a little in my mouth. <laughs> the rat trick. <laughs> my number four is S.J. Sharkey of the San Jose Sharks. Mm-hmm. I just enjoy that there's like so many pictures out there of him like fake shark attacking and like eating people. Yes, it is pretty funny. And I loved at the All Star game when Eric Carlson was sitting there with his daughter, who's a toddler, and she was like amazed by all the mascots. And they were like, we'll find Sharky. (laughs) That's the sign of a good dad. Mm -hmm. But he just makes me happy. Shark attacks and the devil make me happy. (laughs) All right. Coming in at number three for you, Number three is Mick E. Moose from the Winnipeg Jets. and Oh, he's very cute. He's very cute. And he holds a little (laughs) special place in my heart because I grew up as a figure skater. And the team I skated for, our mascot, was a moose. So I just kind of like the moose thing. But he's also – he's just a character. I mean, they all are. They're mascots. But But he's pretty good. And he's adorable. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. He's one that I feel is very huggable. My number three is the New York Islanders Sparky the Dragon because he's very sparky. And who doesn't love a dragon? I would also like to share that I applied for a job with the Islanders to be sparky. Did not get a call. Shut up. That's very upsetting. He's he's very spicy as far as a kidney is dragon breath. Yes. Yes. What do you got? Number two. Number two. It's going to take me a minute because he's not on this list, but I know him because I've met him. Hunter. That's his name. Hunter from the Edmonton Oilers. I have never, I don't even know who the Edmonton Oilers mascot is. So please enlighten me. He's a bobcat. At least I think he's a bobcat. He's some sort of big cat like that. Maybe a lynx. I don't know. But he's very cool, and in person he is very cool. I can post the picture of me with him. Like, my dad and – this was, again, a dad and me trip, and I, like, walked into the stadium, and there he was standing right there, and I was like, well, I gotta, like, I'm here. I got to get a picture with him. But he's very Ooh, big. he's very and fun. Yes, and he's got a big old fuzzy face. He's just very fun and cool. I'll post the picture. He also looks a little menacing. Yes. Oh, he's a lynx. Hunter okay, the lynx. Okay, he is a lynx, not a bobcat. Yeah. And that's fun. Isn't it that's fun? fun? It's very fun. My number two, I went outside of the major league. Okay. I picked Davey of the Savannah Ghost Pirates. Oh, sure. He is a pirate and a ghost. And you, you get it? Like Davy Jones' mm-hmm, locker. Mm-hmm. He also looks like he could be a member of the Misfits. <laughs> I didn't even think to go outside the NHL. That was clever. He's literally the only one I know. So, well, I know of, I um, him. of the Solar Bears one. There's the Solar Bears one. And there's the Toledo Walleye, too. I have a photo with him. Spike. Oh, that's very fun. But I, the very first time I saw him, I thought his name was Pike. And I was like, that's weird that we've named a walleye Pike. But the S had fallen off the back of his jersey, and it was actually Spike. Oh, that's sad. Mm-hmm. I've never actually seen Davy in person since I have not been to Savannah since they've obtained a hockey team. But also, you know, represent my college my college. Base. I love it. They do love ghosts, and they do love pirates. It's perfect. Who's your number? Are we at number one? We're at number one. Oh, my God. I feel like we might have the same. I'm sure one. we have the same number one because I may have said it in the first period that he's the coolest mascot in the NHL. Shall we try to say it on the count of three? Okay. <laughs> it's not going to go well. Ready. Okay. Ready. One, two, three. Gritty. Gritty. <laughs> 
He really, I, he is just the coolest. He's a little, little fluffy old muppet, and he's just so funny. And he like embodies Philadelphia. Yes, like he's a little gross. <laughs> he looks a little like he's gonna smell a little, but he's so much fun. Uh huh. Uh huh. And the like, the stuff that he does at the games are hysterical. Like his Halloween costume of being Barbie. And everything that Gritty does just makes you laugh. He's gone beyond hockey. People who don't even know hockey know Gritty. It is Gritty. true. He is a pop culture icon. We've had people from other countries who know we're into hockey be like, who is this orange creature? Gritty. Oh, he's the he best. the best. Gotta, gotta love him. Gotta love a Gritty. Yes. <laughs> and with that, I don't think we can top any more of this episode. And I think no, we've we made it not. to the end of the game. So be sure to follow us on all of the social medias. Are we at Shut Your Five Hole on all of them? Or is it Shut Your Five Hole Podcast? I should know this by now. (laughs) No, because it's complicated because we have people who did not let us have the handles. So we have a few different ones. But if you search Shut Your Five Hole and listen, you will be able to find us. Okay, so that's where you can follow <laughs> us. And All right. also, it really helps if you rate, review, and subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Do it wherever you listen, but those are the two places where when you do it, it helps other people find us. Also, share, tell your friends, and yeah, just have a good time. Tell everybody about us. And shoot us a note on any of the platforms. Tell us if there's any Questions that you have, things you want to know, or who your favorite mascot is. You can also email us at shutyourfiveholepodcast.com or gmail.com and that.com. We don't have a website yet. But we are also working on a newsletter for next season. So you'll want to make sure you subscribe to that as well. So that if you are not on the social Mm -hmm. medias, as we know not everybody is, you will still be able to see some of the photos and videos we are talking about through the newsletter. So keep an eye out and an ear out for that and that's a wrap we will talk to you in two weeks as per norm oh norm i just bye bye everyone